and good morning everybody this is the two minute warning show with your boy caputo and let's get started going into saturday's games we got a good one o'clock matchup indianapolis versus buffalo this one can go either way i feel like a lot of people think buffalo is the heavily favorite here but there's one guy on this offense that you cannot count out right now and that is mr south Jersey's own Jonathan Taylor, who's having a second-half comeback this year. A lot of people were not too pleased with his first half. He he was a little sluggish. But his final stats for the year, 232 attempts, 1,169 yards, and 11 touchdowns, averaging 5 yards per carry, which is the average that you want to at least minimum get that 5 yards. That's a good average. But, man, he's just been having a second-half insane asylum and he's been doing so good for the colts been really their star guy look at that last game against jacksonville 253 yards rushing two touchdowns man he's just been on a tear and he's doing great and he's and even with marlon mack out they were not sure if he was gonna be good rookie putting him in early <clears throat> by the end of the season looked like a normal nfl running back to me He's going to be one of the keys for that game. Buffalo has to figure out a way to stop that guy. If you're not going to, if you can't stop him, you're going to have a hard time finishing this game. That, in my opinion, is the guy to stop going forward. Buffalo, as of this morning, let's look at some injury reports right now for the game. Stefan Diggs was questionable, and so was Cole Beasley. Now, I don't know. I haven't really, that that was earlier in the week. I haven't really seen much of an update from those guys. So, let's see. Looking at some of the injury reports right now. Still questionable, both of them going to today's game. I'm, this is, looking this up right now. That's going to be huge. If both those guys don't play, it's going to be interesting to see how the passing game goes. Because their running game isn't that great, so... I don't know. I'm still going to go Buffalo on this one. But, dude, Colts can easily take this one. So, don't count out the Colts just yet. Uh, Los Angeles Rams and Seattle. Questionable uh, with the quarterback in Los Angeles, man. Jared Goff. Got a finger. He's very questionable. Whether he plays or not, still going to make a difference. Cause I, got the, I, think, I believe it's on his throwing hand, too. So, who knows... How that's going to affect the game. If he can't throw downfield to either Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, it's going to be tough. Then they're going to have to rely on Cam Akers to have a big rookie have a big game on the running here. Uh, they got a good defense. That's really what's going to really help them. The Seattle-Los Angeles games have not been high scoring. It's mostly defense-defense. So Russell Wilson, for him to go in this game, he's just got to start airing out the ball. He doesn't. He just struggles to air out the ball against Los Angeles. Defense pass rush is killing him. He's just got to find his offensive line's got to find a way to give him enough time, you know. And Chris Carson's got to come up with a big game here too, on the run. She's been kind of quiet this year, dealing with injuries again. He's an injury, he's an injury heavy running back, but when he's healthy, he's very good. Who's gonna win this one? I give the advantage just to Seattle only because of the golf finger. If the golf finger is as serious as they keeps thinking it is, that's gonna be a tough game for the Rams to go forward. This game could be, I'm picking like one upset in each day, and this could be the upset game for today. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Washington. You could see Washington upset them. I mean, I mean, a lot of people weren't happy with the way they 
Washington played last week against the Eagles. Not going to go really into that whole controversy right now. That's a whole nother day. Not doing that. But Washington could, their defense could get them to win. I mean, we've seen Brady play some awful games this year. You know, he didn't really look like Tom Brady till the second half of the year. So if you put the pressure on Brady early, he could he could blow this game. I mean, this could I, I'm picking Tampa Bay to win it, but Washington is my upset team for this one. I really like to see Washington pressure the football because their offense is not going to get anything. We all know the pass offense with Alex Smith. They need a quarterback. It's a shame if this team had a good quarterback, and it's not Alex Smith's fault. I like him a lot. He's a great quarterback. And he has been doing as good as he can do. But look, I mean, if he, Terry McClellan needs a quarterback. That's why I hope they bring in someone good next year. Whether it's Sam Darnold, they trade for Sam Darnold, they free agent Cam Newton, get him back for Ron Rivera, or they, they go draft. Maybe <clears throat> I've been seeing Mac Jones, Alabama quarterback, possibly sliding there. Maybe they try to find a way to trade up. I don't know. Get the Ohio State guy. You know, it's... Maybe trade up for Zach, BYU. Who knows? But Washington definitely needs that's number one thing for their offense next year. They gotta get a quarterback. So I think this I could see Alex Smith retiring after this year. It's pretty much lock him up. Unless he comes back for one more year. If they get if they go for like a quarterback like Mac Jones, who they all know is ready, so they just put Smith come back one more year and just be our bridge guy until he's ready. I could see that too. But Washington, pressure. You have the D line to do it. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Tom Brady sucks under pressure. We all know that. So pressure him. I would like to see Washington upset here, but it could also be a blowout. So be prepared. That's Saturday's games. <clears throat> Sunday, I think are the better games, in my opinion. This is the primetime games, baby. You got, and this might be the best game of the night. Or the weekend, honestly. Uh, Baltimore, this is Sunday at 1. Baltimore at Tennessee. It's a rematch, man, of last year's playoff game where Baltimore was heavily favored to win this one. And it was that MVP Lamar Jackson here. And Baltimore's favored to go to the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be them in the Super Bowl that year. And they just, you know, they, it, it was going to be good last year if it was Baltimore and uh, Kansas City in the conference game. But Tennessee romped them, embarrassed them. So now it's the rematch of this game. So is Tennessee still that legit team that can do it? I think so, yes. I think Baltimore really hasn't been that great of a team this year. Lamar Jackson is not like his MVP self from last year. It's a little bit of a down year for him. Still did good, but not as good as last year, obviously. Tennessee, I think, should win this. I think it's going to run. This is going to be a, you like old school football right here. If you just like ground and pound running football and not a lot of passing, you're going to get it at this game. Because Tennessee, I think, is going to run with Derrick Henry. Run, King Henry, run. That's all you're going to see out of them today. And they, then they're going to throw the ball when they need to to Corey Davis or A.J. Brown. And then Gianno Smith. But Baltimore is going to run with it. They're going to run with Lamar. And they're going to just do a tandem run with Gus, J.K. If Ingram's able to play, I don't I don't. I just, he's always... Either playing or not playing. But either way, they're just going to run, 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 run. And then they're only going to pass to probably Andrews with anything. I don't know. But <laughs> maybe even get Dez a touchdown in the playoffs. Give him another playoff touchdown. So we'll see what happens there. But I'm going Tennessee. And I think that game is the most exciting game to watch this weekend. Make sure you're watching that tomorrow. It's going to be an awesome game. I'm, I'm excited for it. 
Uh, Chicago, New Orleans. This is my upset game for the Sunday games. Chicago could upset New Orleans. Now, we saw Chicago first half, what were they, like 4-0, 5-0 to start the season, and they blew it and somehow still managed to sneak into the playoffs. Amazing, right? What was their record? They finished 8-8, and they still snuck in there, man. And uh, Another guy uh, who people were calling him bust, Dave Montgomery. I liked this kid last year. I struggled, but he showed so many flashes of being a really good running back, and he just did the same thing this year. Terrible first half, but then second half just went off. Awesome running back. Really like to see him in his first playoff game shine. Allen Robinson just continuing to show why he's one of the top receivers in the league. He's doing everything to help the Chicago pass with two, three different quarterbacks sometimes. So... I'm assuming it's probably they're going to continue the Trubisky train here. You probably won't see Foles at all. Chicago could upset New Orleans, but the thing that helps New Orleans here is we got Drew Brees back in action, hopefully healthy for this one now because that's the main thing. He might retire after the season. Could, could This could be the last ride we see Brees, so definitely enjoy this game if you're a Brees fan. Uh, and you, have, uh, from what I read this week too, Michael Thomas I think is coming back this week, so that's huge for New Orleans. I think New Orleans is going to win this game with the help of Michael Thomas, and then you get hopefully arrested Drew Brees in this game. Uh, it's going to be good. They have Chicago really, I think, has to throw heavy here. They're going to try to run the ball. Most teams have tried to run the ball against New Orleans have struggled, and their best bet is passing, but they're going to definitely double-team Allen Robinson. That's going to be a problem. So maybe Cole Kmet, Jimmy Graham. Uh, guys like that are going to be huge in this game. Uh, but New Orleans, I think, takes a kick. I think it's just too many weapons, man. If you got Michael Thomas back on track with Breeze, it's going to be a problem. And then you got Alvin Kamara, who's having a ridiculous year. You got that, so it's going to be tough. But look for that as the second upset game if Chicago can pull it off. And then finally, the primetime game for that one. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Cleveland, I'm... Happy for them finally. Believe a land, baby. Believe a land. Getting over the hump finally, but <laughs> they can't catch that break. It's amazing. They finally make the playoffs, and then the guy, the man, I've been saying since they freaking signed this guy, Kevin Stefanski, the goat man. I I I knew. I just knew when they signed, him they were gonna make the playoffs. I knew this was the guy. He said they needed to get an offensive guy, a, a heavy duty offensive guy, for Baker Mayfield. Stefanski was the perfect match. And I said, so they get, they're going to make the playoffs. They got him. He gave the heavy-powered offense. They didn't need Odell Beckham. They had what they had. They just made it a pass when you needed to pass and then just run heavy with their two running backs, man. My boy Chubb and Kareem Hunt, man. And it worked. <clears throat> but then here's the bad news. You finally make the playoffs after all these years, and then your, your head coach gets COVID. And it's stupid. The thing I'm mad about is the NFL said he can't still coach from home, but then you have Tony Romo who's got COVID who's going to announce the game from home. So you can announce the game from home, but you can't coach the game from home. Explain to me how that's fair. That That's totally not fair. And then I think they have a couple players also out with COVID. So Cleveland's really, I'm believing in Cleveland, man. I, I'll tell you, if Cleveland wins, and I, I'm picking Cleveland to win this one too over Pittsburgh because I don't like Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh's got the playoff. Had the big advantages because they got the experience with Big Ben, Juju, you know, 
Mike Tomlin. They, 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 those guys have been in the playoffs before they know what they're doing. The, the entire team is good. I think a little overrated this year. I think they had a really easy schedule and they just looked good, you know, with that streak. And then they played the basic teams and they lost. But if Cleveland could pull this off, man, I'll tell you, uh, Barstool, they're selling Believeland t shirts. I might go buy a Believeland t shirt. <laughs> after this game if cleveland wins this one i am buying a believable t-shirt i'll tell you that i like cleveland so much this year i've been following them really and i'm a baker mayfield guy too i love baker mayfield and a lot of people give this guy crap i still think he's a great quarterback i'm one of the baker heavy duty baker supporters i really want to see baker be the franchise guy for this he's just the perfect setup for cleveland he's just I love him, man, and I want him to be the guy to do it, be the quarterback that gives him that Lombardi trophy. Not saying it's going to be this year. Could be. But I want to see it maybe next year if it if it's not this year. But Cleveland, Believeland, if they get they win this year, we're buying a Believeland t-shirt from Barstool. That's all I got to say about that. But that's your wrap-up for the games this weekend. And then I said I was going to do a quick draft thing. I'm only going to do a top 10 real quick just to give you a top 10. We'll do a full draft later on. I always love doing the draft. Definitely something I'm going to be doing later on. But just a couple things to do in the top 10 teams and seeing who, uh, what position they should really go for. And we start with uh, Jacksonville. We already know that one. It's going to be uh, Trevor Lawrence. We don't really have to talk about that. We know it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, obviously, off the bat. He's going to be great for them going forward. It's going to be a game changer. Give him some time. But I think he's going to have like a, I think he'll have similar to a Justin Herbert season. Because I know like Burrow we expected to have. Well, here's, he's either going to have two ways. He's either going to have, and it's a perfect example. We saw how Burrow wasn't his fault. He had a good year for what he had. All right? And the team was just terrible. So with Burrow, it was just pass, 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 pass. I think you're going to see if, if the, the bad way of Trevor Lawrence, if he has a bad season, it's going to be similar to Ch- Joe Burrow's season where it was an okay season. Not a bad season, but an okay season. That's depending on how Jacksonville is next year. Also, depending on what they do with the free agency and then what other rookies they do have, too. But if he has a bad season, we can compare. I think he's going to be like a Joe Burrow season. But if he has a good season, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a Justin Herbert-like season if he does good. If Jacksonville is able to get a good amount of free agents and they get some good rookies in here for him, then he could I have possibly a Justin Herbert season. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at all next year, but they're definitely either going to be a Burrow <clears throat> season where... He's just going to pass a lot, and they'll just fill in where they need to fill in. And they'll still be a top draft pick team in next year, which is fine. And he'll still have an okay season. And it's not going to be his fault. It's just you got to rebuild. Or he'll have, like, a ridiculous Herbert season where they still make the playoffs, but he'll just have a ridiculous, like, breaking record season like Herbert had. So those are the two ways I see Lawrence going that one. Uh, Jets are number two pick. If they get if they stay with Sam Darnold, I think they're going to go offensive line <clears throat> here, personally, because there's really no there's really no heavily favored like defensive players really here. But I think they're going to end up going. I think they're done with Sam Darnold, so I think they are going to go quarterback here. And personally, I think they should go with Justin Fields. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean. He just seems like the number two guy. I know a lot of mock drafts have like Zach Wilson is the number two guy, but I think they should go. Uh, Justin Fields, why not? It just makes sense. Then Miami, here at number three, I had them going one of two ways. I had them either going offensive lineman getting 
Penny Sewell from Oregon. Lock him up. Give two a protection. Or go wide receiver. Go like a Jamari Chase. Or even Devontae Smith. Give him another weapon. Because Parker's not going to do it for him. Parker's a good receiver, but he's not like a top. He's like a top 20 receiver. You need a top 10 receiver. So you need a guy like Chase or, or Smith right there, personally. I think if that, that's the direction they need to go with the third pick. Either go Smith, Chase, or Sewell. Help the quarterback. Either give him protection or give him a weapon. Uh, Justin Fields, I think whoever they bring in, I think we've seen the last of Matt Ryan in Atlanta jersey. I think he is going to get traded. And if he does get traded, I think this is where Zach Wilson fits. And I think I like Zach Wilson with Atlanta going forward. They're probably going to trade Julio as well. So at least he's still got Calvin Ridley, who's very good. That Justin Gage kid showed some signs this year being another starter for him. So it's not like he's going to get totally boned when he gets there. He's going to have some weapons. You know, he's still got Todd Gurley. I, well, they, that was a one-year deal. They, they might bring him back. I would. He didn't do terrible. <clears throat> you know. And uh, they have uh, oh the that that tight end, the name escapes me. Hold on. Falcons. So that former first round pick, I just got a oh, the name. Uh, uh, Hayden Hurts, who had a good year, finally. Because I felt bad for that guy. He was like a good little speedster tight end. He just didn't. They, they favored Mark Andrews. That's what screwed him. And he just didn't fit in the system of the uh, Baltimore. But he felt perfect. He's got a second half chance of the NFL career now with Atlanta, so that's good for whoever goes there too. <clears throat> so I think Zach Wilson there. Uh, fifth pick is the Bengals. They they need everything. If if Sewell fall, if like if Miami goes like a different direction and goes like wide receiver, this is where I think they need to get Penny Sewell. They need that protection badly for Burrow. So that's really what I see right there. For them is Sewell. If not, they probably should just go defense at that point. Where I guess Mika Par- Parson, Alp, uh, excuse me, Penn State linebacker. I like him as a middle linebacker. I think he'd be good there. They need just another stud defensive guy, make some tackles. So I like that there with the fifth. <clears throat> the Eagles at the sixth pick, man. I know, like the fan pick, they all think they should get a wide receiver, Jamari Chase or Devonta Smith. I don't think so, dude. I think they should get a corner. I think Patrick Soutain would be perfect for them. They already got Darius Slay, so you get another lockdown corner? That's huge for you guys. Why wouldn't you want that? Or, if, like I said, if Micah Parsons, they don't have any linebackers. If Micah Parsons falls to the sixth pick, get him, too. You get a stud linebacker that can just make some tackles and really lock up your defense. Either way, I think they go defense on that one. I don't I don't like them getting a wide receiver. They've blown these wide receiver picks. They should really favor and get a wide receiver in free agency. <clears throat> this is a lot of decent wide receivers in free agency this year. And I think spending a six pick on Soutain or Parsons, if he's still there, would be the right move personally uh, for them. That's just me, though. Uh, the the Lions are all over the place. I don't know what they're going to do. They could trade Matt Stafford here, so this could also be a quarterback thing. Where, you know, or why, like, or wide receiver thing. I heard they're going to lose some wide receivers this year, too. Like, I, I was just reading that both, both their starting wide receivers actually might go. Like, Kenny Galladay looks like he's he's going free agency. And then I was seeing yesterday, Marvin Jones actually uh, might get traded or released he might he might be leaving he might be on the move i was still reading he might go to miami or something 
<clears throat> so I guess in that case, if it is a wide receiver kind of thing that they want to get rid of, I would say then, yeah, Devonta Smith or Jamari Chase, if they're still sitting there, would be good for him. Or if they do trade, um, they do trade Matt Stafford, which is the other rumor here, and maybe he just goes straight up quarterback, Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance there too. I just feel like that's just a good fit for that guy. Uh, North Dakota State kid, maybe better than Carson Wentz. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, I think there would be that area for them, or just defense. I mean, that's just a team that's just been struggling for years. They really just need everything as well. Uh, Panthers, I like this one if they can, if Patrick Shutain isn't picked by anyone before us. This is where I like Shutain. They got, uh, Jackson at the corner, but he needs help, man. So, you put Shutain here, give him a lockdown corner. I really like that pick, personally, for the Panthers. That, or if Micah Parsons falls. They, they can use a line, they can use a middle linebacker as well. Definitely need to go defense there. The only thing offensively they need is a tight end, but they could get that in free agency. I'm not worried about that. I think their offense is pretty good. I just really want to see them get a lockdown corner for that. So Definitely, I would love Soutain to fall eighth to the Panthers. I think it would be perfect for them. Uh, Broncos, they're another team. Ninth all over the place. Uh, could go quarterback direction where you could see like a Trey Lance, Mac Jones here. If they decide to leave Drew Lock, I think they're going to give Drew Lock one more year, though. I would. It was kind of all over the place with COVID and injuries, so I would give Drew Lock one more year because this team's not going anywhere anytime soon. So why not just give Drew Lock one more year as a starter, and then if he does kind of like he did last year, then you can move on from him, and just make him like a backup for your team or whatever. Uh, but otherwise, they could go quarterback here if they don't move in that direction, or they might even trade for a quarterback. They might even trade for one of the veterans. So we got to look for that, too. What they could use, besides that, anything, really. any Like I said, any position, really. Duh. Defense, maybe more linebackers in the middle. Or, um, I don't know, I didn't really follow the Broncos much this year, but they, they could use, I don't know, pretty much anything at this point. Uh, interior D lineman maybe probably be best fit too. Any interior D lineman would be good. And then finally, I'm going to stop at the tenth pick, which is the Cowboys. They, I think, at this point, could also use a corner or a safety, but I think corner would be better for them, much better actually. Uh, Khalid Fairley, Virginia Tech, probably number two corner in this draft would probably fit well with them. I think grab him, lock him up as a number two corner, get him also a lockdown corner. Going forward, I would really like that for them. And uh, that's going to do it right there. I'm going to stop at 10. I don't want to go over a full draft today. You know, just want to do like a basic one. You know, do this show today and then with the playoffs and then do a little quick uh, top 10 there for you. So that's going to do it for this edition of Two Minute Warning Show. I uh, hope you enjoy the playoff games this weekend. I know I am. And also, I hope you enjoy Monday's National Championship game, uh, Alabama-Ohio State gonna be a barn burner so watch that one too all right so that's gonna do it for me for this edition to me warning show i will do another playoff show and we'll, we'll probably do some playoff we'll do a playoff show and then i'll figure some other things to throw in there for the week see what other 
maybe some free agent predictions or whatever. You know, whatever's on my mind for next week. But uh, that's going to do it for this edition. And uh, hope you enjoy. And uh, stay safe out there and watch some football, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.